Welcome to the Lazy Geeks Podcast, a podcast where two geeks talk about living in an adulting world and the world needs to deal with it. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. I don't know why, because for some reason I kept hearing this song, you know, uh, old 80s song. People are people, so, you know, why should yeah. they be? And for some reason, my mind kept going, bitches be bitches. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. I do this shit all the time. <laughs> <laughs> bitches and hoes coming down the street, just stupid shit like that. <laughs> Keeps you honest, you know? Yeah. I, I, <laughs> It keeps you real. That's what it does. It just keeps, it keeps you real. <laughs> so they didn't even have a trampoline under that thing? No. So I guess you're supposed to have. Well, usually when you see things like that, they bounce. Like, you know, they, they just, when they hit the thing, they kind of bounce up. Like there is some kind of yeah. like trampoline or something there. But tail. Fucking Twitch. Go with it. Well, it's they are Amazon, right? Twitch is owned by Amazon, right? Twitch is owned by Amazon. Yeah. So naturally they're going to cut corners when they can. They can afford a trampoline, though they fucking sell them. <laughs> Christ's sake! Yeah, but Bezos needs, you know, needs that money for to fucking go to space. You know? <laughs> <Not for real. laughs> I was re- well, I was reading a thing where it said that it was a combination of it being a half-assed foam pit, and also she just hit that sweet spot of the tailbone. <laughs> of course, you that know what I mean. Because that like, would be my most logic. people. Ninety-nine percent of the time, you jump in there, you'd be fine. Yeah. But it's probably because she did a split. And she just fucking, it just shocked up her spine. When I was but, listening uh, to that video, that like sucks, when I was listening to that video for like that uh, part of that Twitch stream, you hear the announcers trying to be like, oh, it's not a big deal. Oh, yeah, she'll be all right. And it's just like it, you you kind of almost sense somebody going, shut up, shut up, shut up. Just stop, stop. Like they're they're trying to make it like, oh, it's not a big deal. Trying to make light of it. And then she's like, I can't move. You know, then yeah. it, you kind of it. Then they kind of. At first, keep, she thought it was cool, and then she goes, "I can't get up." I was yeah. like, "Uh oh." Yeah. <laughs> and then that a lot of people being trash too, because she's a former porn star. So there was like news, not news, news, but there was like internet news. I thought you said saying, nudes. I was like, "What?" <laughs> no, they were like former former porn star gets her back blown out and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> That's Can you at least fun. wait a couple days for Christ's sake? Like, 24 hours at least. Come on. Jesus. But then people were overreacting to that too. Like, this is fucking disgusting. It's like, okay, calm down. Who cares? But I yeah, mean, it's. Uh, I mean, but part of, was, me, part of me was like, well, it's kind of what you get for going to TwitchCon. I mean, eh. <laughs> you know? <laughs> kind of what you get for going to TwitchCon. <laughs> you know? It's like. Because <laughs> I, I saw somebody on TikTok saying that. They go, this, the hallway is unsafe. They go, we're trying to wait to, they we're trying to get in. He goes, but they kicked a bunch of them out and let kids, let the, let kids go in first. And yeah. she saw this hallway and it is bad. Like it's fucking like LaGuardia at Christmas time. You know, <laughs> like it was just, I was like going, holy shit, you're going to catch your flight. Cause it was just like fucking packed. And, you know, I was just like going, Jesus. And I know a lot of places like, San Diego Comic Con did where if you went you still had to wear a mask and so I no masks that I could see. You know. Oh. You know, but uh and I was like, Isn't that in San Diego? I was like, Oh wait, yeah, it's San Diego, never mind. Um Bro, I don't know how it is in California. No one. 
is wearing masks and everything. That shit's done. We're no, no, done no. I, but, but in like events that they have here, like if Comic Con and stuff like that, and some of those, a lot of them are saying, because there's a lot of people coming in here, we do require you to wear masks while oh, okay. here, you know, while you're in the event, which um, I think they have uh, the LA Comic Con, and I think they sit on there too. You need to be vaccinated and still have a mask on. Um, but at that point, I'm kind of like, oh yeah, the winter surge kind of thing, because it comes around like in December, the LA yeah. one here. So I was like, so I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But I know like other places outside of California don't, you know. Um, but yeah, so I was just like, you know, you went to TwitchCon. I mean, come on, what do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> You're a TwitchCon. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, the Super Mario trailer. What you think? Yeah. What you think? I enjoyed it. Um, it, looked, think, it, it looked like the game. I mean, it looked the graphics looked better. I mean, obviously, it looked better than the game, but you know, yeah. And they it, made, I, I do notice they made Mario look a little bit more human. Like he's a little taller. They didn't do what his dimensions they, make sense. They didn't do what they did with uh, Sonic. You know, try to humanize him. Oh Jesus! <laughs> um, but yeah, it would have been I, I awesome was if in, they made Mario look like Bob Hopkins. <laughs> that would be a rest in peace. Bro. Exactly. Love Bob that Hopkins. would be awesome. <laughs> um. I, I do like that it looks like they're just going with the original storyline from which is pretty much what the live action movie did too, kind of their own style of it where he just kind of falls into it. Yeah. And he's just like, Where the fuck am I? <laughs> you know? Um Jack Black as Bowser was real good. That whole but, opening scene between Bowser and I don't know what those little guys were. The, the penguin. The penguin that's the, the, penguin, that's the penguin from fucking Mario sixty four. Remember when you did the races? Yeah, no, I, I that race. I just didn't remember the race. That's what I was. Yeah, that's I don't what, either. Yeah, but uh, that whole bit was hilarious. Them throwing snowballs. It is just like boop, 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 against Bowser and shit. That is only a fraction of our power. <laughs> I <laughs> die. Like, uh, I died. <laughs> that is only a fraction. Do you yield? It's like <laughs> he's just like no, no. I do not. But that was great. Um, yeah, I, th- I think um, I think it's going to be a fun movie. And and we were talking about this before we recorded. I think people are just they want to hate this movie. There's a small yet large enough group of people. I think that's like with anything now because yeah. Sonic had that too. Oh yeah, everybody has that. You know, and it's it's um I think Sonic proved that you can make quality movies off of these video game characters now if you just take it with a little bit more care than they used to mm. and don't just try to slap something together you know what i mean um like I what mark Wahlberg did to max Payne, you know right i haven't <laughs> even seen that dude that was a horrible Because every movie. time i bring it up people go it's not worth it and i just <laughs> never see it i remember i remember loving that game i i, I have both max Payne games and the uh 360 third installment yeah. of that loved those games so when they did a movie i was like okay and then when it was like mark Wahlberg, i was like okay he's a little short but all right whatever um but i was like cool and then i was like going so where does the game come in <laughs> like i'm like eh. you know we had a lot of these cool stuff in the game and you know it's like where where did the game come in i i thought the yeah. i thought the trailer was was cool the colors the visuals very vibrant um really liked the way it looked um, Very much like the modern games, though you you hit it on the na- the nail on the head when you said that because it, it's that that same color color scheme. Yeah, and um, and then Keenan, you know, being Toad. Um, Don't touch that! 
Oh wait, this one, this is okay. You can touch this one. Um, I think he, I think he's doing a good job with it though, because um, Toad talks like that. Yeah. And the few times that he talks, he's very loud, like ah, you know, all and, the time. And he only said like maybe a, not even a dozen words, and everybody's shitting on Chris Pratt's voice. Oh my god, I can't believe this is Mario. Oh my, I was like going, what? He just said, "Where am I?" And then what, well, you, know, you have some people. That want him to sound like um, what's his face that does it from the game a two tone racist, (laughs) right? Like, and he and I'm not taking anything away from the the voice actor of Mario from the video game, but he doesn't really say anything, yeah, right? And in every single version of Mario, and remember, every version of Mario is signed off by Nintendo. Not like people are just randomly doing shit. (laughs) Always a New Yorker, always, usually a Brooklyn accent. Not that anyone can tell, but usually a Brooklyn accent. Yeah. And it seemed that that was kind of there when he said something at the end. Yeah. I they- hope it he doesn't overdo it because it, it's just going to sound silly. But um, I think people just like to hate Chris Pratt. The thing is, though, is that the thing is, though, is that Illumination has had a lot of celebrities that do work on on their movies. But yeah. if you ever listen to some of the. I think like the first, um, the first Guru movie, the Despicable Me, the original Despicable Me, the main baddie was Jason Siegel, and it wasn't until the credits that I realized, oh, that was Jason Siegel. Like I didn't recognize his voice. So you know they could probably do a lot of voice manipulation to it to make it where it almost doesn't even sound like Chris Pratt. Although I don't know how much you can make it. You know, someone even said I was reading one of the articles that said like they could just make him a silent hero like Wally. And I was like, but well, I saw, why? I saw someone, <laughs> someone say who wasn't kidding. He wasn't kidding. And he said, so we're just giving Republicans work now. And I go, is this the world I live in now? <laughs> this is a Super Mario Brothers movie. I don't give a fuck who he voted for. <laughs> right. why, why does everything have to be about that? Please, yeah. put it aside. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But a lot of people don't like him because of the whole Anna Ferris thing, even though Anna Ferris has gone on record on her podcast as she is a fellow uh, podcast creator, um, yeah. she's gone on record to say that she's the one that ruined that marriage. Yeah, yeah, I've heard, I've read that too. Because, Not that it's any of our business, right. but she has said that because everybody assumed and, that know. he he that he cheated, but it was like I was like, you know, I don't really know. But then when she explains the relationships, because I I don't I don't think I listened to her podcast, but I I, I read some articles about it where she had basically said that she kind of fucked all her relationships up, you know, and I was kind of like, yeah, that kind of seems right. Not from the fact that it's a woman, she fucked it up, but with some of the neuroses that she talked about having, I was like, yeah, you self-sabotaged yourself, you know, and And uh, it's, I, I like Anna Ferris too. See, see me. I Steve and I are still old enough where their personal relationships do not have any bearing on what I watch them in. I don't <laughs> care. You know, it's their business. I hope they sort it out. But um, unless you do something egregious, you know right. what I mean. But the uh, I think Chris Pratt has has a particular issue. Right? Is that people want to hate him, but he's also pretty squeaky fucking clean. Yeah. So it's hard to hate him. (laughs) So they keep making shit up. I'm not saying like I'm in love with Chris, but he's a great guy. I feel like he's a good actor. He's funny, you know, but he's almost boring. Like he doesn't 
his personal life is very boring. The only thing that's ever happened is that Anna Ferris thing. And I think that he um, he accidentally he, – he didn't even say anything, but people took it that he was saying his – Oh, one of his, his healthy children child. Yeah, with the child that he had with Kennedy. Mentally handicapped or something? So, I think physically impaired somehow. I, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. So his kid with Anna Ferris physically impaired in some way. Um, and he all he said he's he's with the Kennedy chick now, and all he said was it's he and has be- it- two beautiful healthy children, which everyone always says. Yeah, and the, the internet of course goes, oh, he said that because he doesn't like his other kid that has an itch like that. Uh, fuck off! <laughs> like, come on. But keep in mind too that like the child that he was exclaiming about, he just recently had. Like when he yeah. said that, it was kind of like. Uh, every parent, I'm speaking from experience, every one of my kids, that's the first thing you're happy about is that the child is healthy. Human human childbirth is very violent. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes you're going, I don't know if this is going to work out. <laughs> you know. But also too, I think Chris Pratt, another thing is he does – he never addresses any people. He The internet loves – he needs to apologize. No, he doesn't. <laughs> He's an adult. He doesn't do it. He, he fuck, fuck you. Says what he says, you don't like it. It was funny because like uh, Elliot Page outed him as trying to be like, you know, a member of this like ultra right wing church or something like that. And that's what it is. I don't know if he's a Republican or not, but he they they were trying to put him into that church. And uh, I read an interview. I think it was Men's Fitness, which was weird that I was actually reading that. Um because I, I'm neither a man or fit. Um, so, you know, it was one of those things where he was talking about and they asked him about the church. And then he goes, you know, he goes, I'm actually not particularly a religious guy. I'm a little more, he goes, of a spiritual person. He goes, yeah, like most white people in America. Yeah, he goes, I don't, he goes, I don't, he goes, that church, he goes, I went to one time, he goes, we went there, it was close, and, you know, we were just checking things out, he goes, but I I don't really go to church, I don't see myself as this full Christian kind of person, and I was thinking about it, and I was like, that kind of tracks with the behavior that I see him like on shows and stuff like that, I was like, well, if he was a hardcore Christian dude, he wouldn't be saying and doing some of the stuff he does in films especially if he's in one of those churches right you where know. everything's a fucking problem like he'd probably be boycotting harry potter you wouldn't have time to fucking <laughs> and so it was just like i was like going, okay and i i to me i kind of see that he probably has like most people even i do we have some conservative leanings in certain areas yeah, but I think for the most part, and and it's it's true because most people don't want to understand this and unpopular opinion. The country is mostly centrist, regardless yeah. of what MAGA which, or or progressives want to tell you. Makes the country perfect is sense centrist. when you have only two teams. Most people are going to be down the middle. Yeah, you know, or they're going to be they're going to be down. You're going to have down the middle, or you're going to have people way on one side. Right. To put it in terms that most of you will understand, centrists are the bisexuals. Ew, I don't want to be bisexual. And because because you have like either you're full gay or you're full straight. And then the centrists are the bisexuals. And those are the ones that people like hate because they're like, just pick one side or the other. You can't. You know, because sometimes you want titties, sometimes you want dick. I mean, it's just. They're the ones ones that. 
the alt-right and whatever they call the crazy liberals progressives um <laughs> oh their 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 name name needs to be updated to something a little a little bit more punchy because yeah. li- like progressives doesn't work um they'll call them fence sitters yeah like you're not fucking you're fucking the worst because it's like it's not sitting on the fence man it's because it's not the world is not black and white yeah it's not a binary situation because like for me it's like yeah i i do believe that you know i i don't say believe but i do support the second amendment with restrictions so it's like there's that middle line right there it's like yeah, people should be able to have guns because it is in the in the Constitution, even though it says a well-regulated militia. But let's forget that point because everybody else seems to. But, you know, it's like, I okay, I go with that. But I also believe that we should, you know, have restrictions on it. You know, I do believe, you know, marijuana should be de- decriminalized and should actually be made legal and taxed tax so then you know then we can fund and every- provide it to us freely yeah <laughs> and then it's under a lot of stress right <laughs> it's like you know and provide you freely <laughs> i just need i need to relax some um, <laughs> just trying to get through the day <laughs> alcohol is too expensive um <laughs> but you know it, it's like you know i do agree we should do that but when people go like like you see on fox news because um when biden went ahead and commuted you know, people are like, he just, he commuted, you know, he commuted only this many people for marijuana offenses. Like, you know, and then I was like, going, God damn it. We need to t- teach civic in schools. Cause people are like, you're the president. You can do whatever you want. I'm like, no, he can't. No, we went really through that can. with Trump. It's like, it's federal. Our entire government is based on that singular point <laughs> that the president can, no one can do anything. And they're they like, want. why is he? Because I was reading this, uh, which is sad because I'm reading this on Twitter and people are like, you know, why is he calling on the governors? He's the president. He can do whatever. I go, it's state law, you dumb shit. Even Biden himself said, he's like, yeah, I can do this, but I'm calling on them because a lot of the crimes that happen are on state levels. Right. And, you know, we're still, I mean, even California, we legalize weed, but we still can't get, you know, people for minor possession, you know, charges got um, getting rid of. But it was funny too, because somebody, some white person was saying like, they go, I hate that they make pot possession the, the statistics, either minorities or white, that minorities get it and white people don't. And I was like, and then I was like, motherfucker, John Mulaney said it himself. He goes, I smoke pot. He goes, he goes, don't clap because it's not like illegal for us, you know. And I was like, yeah, because how many white people do you, you know, know that get hit for marijuana position? The only reason black or minorities get it because they get them on suspicion of something else, and then they they go and frisk them and go, oh hey, you got pot possession charge that's really it i mean you know they don't randomly frisk white dudes i mean i'm not trying to argue here but i have seen a white person get arrested for possessing pot it does happen it's not as <laughs> unicorn as people think huh? I, w- I wish i was the white person everyone thought white people are i could just walk <laughs> around i smack a baby and then everyone just <laughs> smiles at me um but no i do agree that's definitely um some racial bias there when it comes to criminal charges. The, perc- that, the percentage think- of charges is is higher amongst minorities than it is on on white people. But usually, yeah. when white people get hit, it's usually because they're trafficking. <laughs> they're not. It's yeah. not possession. It's trafficking. They're moving, they're moving product, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, they're filling a need, you know, between supply and demand. That's what it they're doing. Not, it might it might be a blue collar crime at first. But we go make it a white collar crime, okay? <laughs> um, 
You see, Your Honor, he didn't really mean to traffic 560 pounds of marijuana. He was just simply doing his due diligence as an American. He found a need in the community and he took it upon himself to start up a small business to sell, to provide for that need. Now, how can it be more? And how can, how can that be any less American than anything else? George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, God damn it, that's America. American flag just falls in the background. <laughs> and an eagle you slowly hear. <laughs> an eagle out of nowhere comes and lands on his shoulder, and the judge is like, fuck, I don't even know why we have the justice system. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> you know, one thing I, I saw, I can't remember the numbers, but this has to contribute, right? They talk about minorities get unfair shakes in, in the court um, because the majority of minorities in the court are poor. So there's two things going against them, right? right. And um, it's true because if you see like some fucking college kid, right? Some white college kid gets picked up because he had coke on him or something. He's gonna he he's in college already, so you already know he has some kind of money. Right? Maybe mom and dad are gonna hook it up with the lawyer, whatever, whatever, whatever. If you're poor, and I'm speaking from the perspective of being poor, because <laughs> <laughs> I told my I told my kid the other day, and my wife my wife was right there and co-signed that shit. She was like, "Yep." Yeah, I said there is racial inequality in this country. It's pretty obvious. You could see it, you yeah. know. But nine times out of ten, when people say something's racial inequality, it's really economic inequality. Yeah. And you have to find the the real conversation you need to have is. Why are so many of these minorities poor? Yeah. Because if they're not and we can elevate their economic status, a lot of the other problems go away because poverty makes you do stupid shit. You'll be undereducated. You do desperate things. All kinds of shit. I've lived in some fucking poor ass neighborhoods and trust me. Poverty is colorblind. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you're poor, you're doing dumb shit. That's why, that's why sometimes I don't understand how – Poor conservatives can be so gung ho conservative because they believe that ta- that by giving tax breaks to the wealthy and giving tax breaks to businesses because the trickle down economics bullshit that was sold in the eighties doesn't work and they want to get rid of the of I mean McCarthy said it recently that they're and um I think so did Graham and and McConnell they said that they're going to go after Social Security. And they're going to go after Medicare because they call that an entitlement. And it's like, motherfucker, no, that's not an entitlement. People pay there's, into there's that. Always, there's always a scapegoat, right? So and then, Republicans but, don't only do this, but it's just more obvious when Republicans do it. Um, it's like I am poor and a Republican, but I'm poor because Hispanics are taking my job. Well, yeah. They, or because – Black people are abusing the food stamp system. It's, it's always something. There's always somebody that's causing the problem, even though one of the main tenets of being a Republican is lifting yourself up by your own bootstraps. You're not supposed to be blaming everyone else. Right. But that entire party is based on fear and scaring you with boogeymen. Yeah. You know, the Democrats are more about talking a lot and doing nothing. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so what... it's equal issues. Just right. the Republicans, it's so much more obvious what their problems are. Well, because um, if you if you look at it, because like Democrats will talk the issue to death, but yet do nothing about it because we have people that are, you know, older than Noah 
running the party. Yeah. Um, the Republicans will act quicker, but usually off bad information. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you get people like like uh, Matt Gates or these congressmen and senators from Florida that when uh, Biden put out here, vote for the, ta- the Florida t- um, hurricane relief bill. This will send money and aid and everything that Florida needs because of Ivan. Go ahead. Here you go. And all and those and all the Florida Republicans voted against it. Why? Because they didn't want to give Biden a win. Yeah. It's like, really, guys? Like this is. And then they go on TV and then they go on TV going, we need to get support over there. We need money to get down there. It's a motherfucker. You voted against it. Like, I don't understand. You know, one of the biggest issues with politics, in my humble opinion, and this has always been in politics, but it's really bad now. Um, and it's one of the reasons why I have a passing interest in politics. I don't – most of the time I don't pay attention because it's just the us versus them where you have like no one is discussing the implications of an idea anymore, which is pretty much one of the main pillars of democracy. It's what team are you on? Oh, you're blue? I'm no, I, I'm voting against. It's like, but you haven't even heard. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Or what team were you on? Oh, you're red. Same thing. I'm not doing anything you fucking want. And it's it's, and then to compound that, that's the system we have. That's the system we've allowed to set up. So then you have politicians, especially the old heads, who probably have the best of intentions, but then they come in and go, "Well, I'm trying to reach across the aisle." It's like well, that's not going to work, right? Because you exist in a system where no one wants to do that. So now you're just going to waste a bunch of time, and by the time you finally realize that's not going to work, it's already too late. Yeah, and I- now nothing's going to fucking happen. Because <laughs> <laughs> every time I hear that, it's like, "Well, we need to." Even when Biden said that in the beginning. You know, like he's like, you know, the whole let's hold hands, sit around the fire, sing Kumbaya. I'm going to reach around because I know these people. It's like it's been 12 years since you've been part of this group. A lot of shit happens. And you know what? Are you? It's like, you know, you, you just want to sit there and go, are you from the past? Because <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like, well, I worked with these people for 30 years. It's like, yeah, but the last 12 things have changed since you've been right. out of there. It's like, you know, come on, let's 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 have a little dose of reality. And now it seems that he's finally getting it after two years. You know, it's like we can't trust Biden anyway because he curses. Oh, right. Okay? right yeah. <laughs> I read that article and the way they wrote it, it's like he fucking committed war crimes yeah. by like, saying the F word it's like in a private whip- meeting. I know it's, it's like he whipped his dick out and then just like spewed all over, you know. What all- bothers me is you have people that go, I can't believe he's cursing. I know damn well when that camera's not on you cursing like a fucking say. Everybody does. Yeah. It's just – well, there's some people that don't. But most people, I don't especially trust. in a, <laughs> most people, especially in America, curse. You know, they at some levels. Not everybody's saying the f word every five seconds, but someone's saying something. You know, and it's like, why are we judging someone's character based? And I'll not just Biden. I mean, people were like, well, when Trump was in office as well, he he cursed a lot too, and people would judge him. I'm like, he's doing other things. You can judge him on and the f word every <laughs> once in a while is not a big that's, deal. That's the least of our worries here. Like, what who we- cares? <laughs> Jeez, you sensitive lace linen fucks! Like you really are upset. <laughs> to be honest, I'm su- the bad word. To be, to, to be honest, I'm surprised he swore that just that little. You know, it's like I kind of expected more. He grew I up actually, in New York for crying um, out loud. I 
I'll be completely honest. I, Trump probably swears less than um, Biden does. Oh, based on where they're from. Oh yeah, well, and like the kind of circles they go in. Yeah, well, Biden Bi- probably curses like a fucking sailor all the time. Biden's from fucking Pennsylvania. What do you expect? Yeah, <laughs> like he's you know, <laughs> like he's he's his whole thing is working class. Right. The working class curse a lot because they have a reason to. So, <laughs> Trump was, doesn't have a reason. What was the to. what was this, this, <laughs> the thing I heard or the thing I read that Biden like swears like a motherfucker in the White House, like when he's yeah. And I that's was, what I'm talking about. Yeah, and I'm like. Of course he is. He's from Pittsburgh. You know, he's from Philadelphia or yeah. uh, Pennsylvania. It's like, I would be surprised if he didn't curse, you know? So, but it's like, whatever. Who cares? The only one that I didn't, I don't see cursing at all uh, would be like Jimmy Carter. You know who probably doesn't curse? Um, Trump's vice president, dude. Oh, Pence. Oh, yeah. Curse. He probably did be like, well, yeah, because remember, he doesn't even like being left alone with a woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, to me, it's like, how much control do you have over yourself when you can't even be left alone with a woman? Like, I don't know. Uh, Dude, there's a lot of people that think like that. I remember when um, uh, uh, back in the day when I lived in L.A. Um, and my wife was still involved in this like – I can't remember the name of the church. It was it was all in Spanish, but it was kind of like a Jehovah Witness kind of scene. Mm-hmm. And um, I used to go there just – it was the family church or whatever. And they're super strict. Like it was just, a, it was, it was one of those, you know? Right. And, um, so I would usually sit with younger people because they spoke English. Right. So I could talk to them. Um, and I'm, I've always been very friendly with my, um, my sister, my sister-in-law, you know, we have a great relationship, you know, and we pick on each other and all kinds of shit. Anytime I spoke to that woman, um, rumors would start that I was I was screwing her brains out all the time. And I'm like, do you really think that's how men are? That I can't be in a room with someone without having a without having to stick my dick in them? Like it's regardless it's so of the fact that I exist that way. Regardless of the fact that I have, that's it's stupid. just the, the assumption that I would is what offends me. <laughs> I told this one lady she was older, but she spoke decent English and um she flat out told me because i've noticed in hispanic my wife's hispanic for those not up to date <laughs> hispanic cultures old older people just say whatever the fuck they want and no one challenges them like where i come <laughs> from old people say something out of pocket someone's gonna go shut the fuck up what are you talking about but whatever <laughs> so this lady said um, it's inappropriate that you have any sort of relationship with her. It's pretty obvious something's going on. Jesus. And I looked at her and I go, oh, no, you're probably confused because you're so old. And I turned around. <laughs> I put an arm around her and I said, see that one over there? That's the one I'm fucking. <laughs> Not that one. I know they're sisters, but you're mixing them up. She looked. I thought she was going to have a heart attack. <laughs> she was so shocked anyone spoke to her like that. And then the husband looked at me, um, which is funny too because this couple – the husband was cheating on her <laughs> and she knew about it. But they're all holier than thou. All right. And then fucking um, – he looked at me. He looked at me. I'm like, hey, why don't you tell your sweet wife here to shut the fuck up? <laughs> and he didn't say a fucking word. And I was just like, Jesus Christ. Like this woman said that? While my kids were there. Jesus. Now, 
I have great relationship with my children. I have a great relationship with my sister. I have a great relationship with my wife. I'm not worried about and her throwing a wrench into it. But the opportunity is still there. And that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to sow doubt in my young children's mind. It was really the only one I think that could comprehend what she was saying with Samantha at the time. But it's just, it was so dumb. You know, that I went home and banged my sister-in-law. So, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, now that she put the idea in your head, I mean, you could just it's turn around and It's not cheating if they're both in the same room at the same time. <laughs> it's not cheating if you put it in there. If you put it in my head, it's not cheating. All right? That's Listen, what did that chick tell me a long time ago? His chick was hitting on me at a, a little get-together we were having. And I was like, I got a girlfriend. And she goes, it's, it's fine. It's not cheating if you don't move. <laughs> and I go, I looked at her and I was like, it was so stupid <laughs> that my brain was trying. It was almost like, let me check the notes real quick. No, that's still, that doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Your brain's going, wait, I'm, I'm running the numbers on this. Let's see. It's like, <laughs> I just pushed and said, bitch, get away from me. <laughs> <laughs> the brain's over there going. Why that makes sense? I gotta, I gotta check on this. It makes sense, but like, I that need to make so little sense that it makes sense. <laughs> check, it's almost like there's, there's someone in your, a little thing in your brain going judges. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't work. And then everyone's like, ah, I was like, yeah, that's what I thought. I think, we're, I think we're gonna have to have the jury deliberate on that for a second. We'll get back to you. <laughs> give, me, give me five minutes. I'm trying, I'm trying to process this. <laughs> I, I, I think I, I just stared at her for like five seconds just what is for real <laughs> oh um i wanted to get your opinion on the uh deadpool 3 announcement i thought it was announced really cool i think i think they've always done something fun though with deadpool um when it comes to the marketing and stuff but i thought that was pretty cool it's cool to see that um Gene or Gene Hackman, Jesus Christ! <laughs> <Gene Hackman>. <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> uh, what's his face is coming back to play Hugh, fucking Hugh Jackman, yeah. Wolverine. There you go. I mean, it rhymed. Um, I love yeah, the way they, I love the way they announced it too. Like, and then the part that killed me was where he's like, you know, I was thinking about it, and then they show him pouring a glass of avian aviation gin. Like yeah. he's is low key like marketing. I'm like going, Jesus, always the product always placement. Some, I love it. I love how shameless it is. <laughs> and uh, where he's just like, you know, and then it's just Hugh Jackman in the back. He's like, Hey, Hugh, you want to play Wolverine one more time? Yeah. Sure, Ryan. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and <laughs> then somebody dude. somebody went like, hey, that was a callback to what happened in Deadpool 2. And then I was like, and then they showed the clip and I was like, oh, yeah, where he says, yeah, you're going to oh, hang up the claws and people are going to get really sad. But when your friend Wade comes and asks you to do it, say yes. <laughs> so, I, oh, there's also some, the dude, the dude who played the bartender. The oh, comedian, yeah, yeah, I heard about that. I, I guess he got quote-unquote canceled or something a while back because he did something i don't remember what it was he had a sexual assault charges against there him. you go but now so he's not going to be in the third one i assumed he wasn't going to be because of the sexual assault charge um but now all of a sudden he's talking about how he he doesn't want to work with ryan reynolds anymore because he changed when he got famous and <laughs> and he's not good to work and i'm like Dude, every single person likes Ryan Reynolds. Right. Like everyone who works with him. He's also married to a chick that's known 
to talk shit, to, like to check a motherfucker. Yeah, that chick's known on the books. Yeah, I I, I read that article yesterday. Where it was like, I won't work with him. And in the comments, everybody's like going hashtag. You're not going to be in the third. I'm not going to work um, with him because they didn't ask you to come back to work. It's right. like you know? we know you're not going to work with him. In fact, because he's not going to work with you. That's that's the difference. The thing with him, and he also got fired from Silicon Valley. He was in that Which show. Is a shame too. But he is an incredibly funny guy. I mean, he yeah. makes me fucking laugh hard on some of the stuff in, that he's in. Some in. of the stuff that he's in, yeah. Some of the stuff he gets can kind of get fucking annoying. But the thing was is that he also got kicked off of Silicon Valley because I still haven't seen that show. Because he got, because um, I think he got into a fight with someone on there. He had like anger issues. And, um, you know, which he says he denies and, um, and, and that stuff. So I was just kind of like, yeah, I'm pretty sure they probably weren't going to have you on. So saying that you're not going to work with was kind of trying your way to save face, you know, that's like, you're not an integral part of the show. He's got Hugh Jackman in this movie. Your part probably wasn't even coming up in the third one, you know? Yeah. And then it was, um, well, it's funny. It's because my kids were talking about it. And my son goes, well, he was like, he played the funny man. I'm like, no, Ryan Reynolds plays the funny man. Yeah. He was just an extra dude who was also funny, but he's not necessary to the plot or anything. I mean, if you look at the first film, he's not in it all that much. The second film, same amount, you know, he just did the interview. The the funny thing was, is the, uh, the interviews, but that could even be just Ryan. That was mostly Ryan Reynolds and whoever was, he was doing the interviews with. You know, it was it was hilarious. And to me, it's like, oh, he's not going to be in it. Cool. OK, I could kind of care less. You know, yeah, he's like Deadpool's friend. Yeah. But they don't even have to. Ex- he's one of those characters. And I'm not trying to underplay the guy. I mean, the guy was funny in the movies, but um, he's one of those characters. If he's not there, you don't even have to write in why he's not there. Yeah. Because he didn't move the plot at all. <laughs> unless unless Ryan Reynolds takes just a shot at it just because he's like I, I, wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised I wouldn't be surprised at all if he did and I would laugh my ass off um yeah I'm excited about that movie I think I think um well I mean come on they're fucking great the second one was better than the first one yeah you know so I'm I'm looking forward to it uh they sit there in that same article they were like Ryan Reynolds has yet to respond it's like and he won't yeah he won't respond it's so I'm surprised if he even knows. <laughs> this motherfucker's busy selling Avion gin and shit. He ain't got time for all that. Ryan Reynolds will probably be like, who? Why does that name sound familiar? I don't like this, Oh this that movie, that guy? <laughs> this movie is a big deal though because um this this is like a Marvel movie. Right. Now, you know, so we everyone's going Who's going to be in it? What are they going to mention? Yeah, now, you know, how now, are they now it's tie got the, it in. It's got that Disney money now. So, like, how are we doing this? And now it's got. It also has one of the main X Men in it, right? So now we're getting the X Men coming in. How are they going to do that? There's a lot on this movie right now. Yeah, and the, know, the, so. the funny thing about it is that you know I I, I like the second Deadpool. But when they did that re-release of it, the Christmas Deadpool version, where <laughs> that one was even funny. I thought that was actually yeah a lot funnier than the first. I watched one. that one with my kids, <laughs> and it was like. But the thing was, is I I saw that and I thought, to me, that just seems like Ryan Reynolds' way of t- 
telegraphing to Disney saying, look, Deadpool can work in a PG-13 because it was a PG-13 version. And I was like, it can still work. And it was a lot funnier. And then they did the whole Little Princess Bride bit. But the thing that I thought was hilarious, like, it's a Marvel movie. It's like, yeah, but it's owned by Fox. And it's like, but yeah, but Fox is like, yeah, but that's like, you know, it's like Nickelback. You know, it's like, it's okay, but it still kind of sucks. You know, it's like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when they did that whole bit in that movie, it was yeah. hilarious that they had the little Fox Disney uh, Marvel kind of thing. And I was that just... shit was hilarious. You know, <laughs> I I laughed so hard during that because that was at a time where where Marvel could do no wrong. No one was talking shit, and he just took the piss out of him a little <laughs> bit. And it made me fucking laugh. <laughs> um, but yeah, but yeah, the the uh, I'm excited. And we excited got a, and we got a release date too. Even though it's like people, this is the thing that I thought was funny, and the internet just shows you how fucking annoying they are. But like everybody's like going 2024. Oh my god, it's such a long time away. And it's like going motherfuckers, you would be bitching if they just said Deadpool three coming soon. Oh, we don't get a release date. Fuck. It's like fucking shut up. Like, well, it's just, because. The problem with the internet is you never know who's talking. So the people who are complaining about it being long away are different people than the people that are complaining that it just is coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's always different groups of people. It just always seems like the same people. What I what I loved at the end of the announcement trailer is when he looked at the camera and just as he did the little eyebrow raise, you got that kick in of I will always love you. Yeah. And that it's just like coming hewn. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, we're really gonna lay into this one, aren't we? <laughs> but I'm, I'm just more curious of uh, it's it, so introducing the X Men through Deadpool not only makes sense, but is extra cool because Deadpool is he breaks the fourth wall, right? So it's going to be clever. Like there's going to be some shit in there. That's going to make you go, ha that's fucking great. Like it's, it's going to be some weird shit. I've always, my favorite part about the Deadpool movies have always been those little sly comments. Like, especially in the first one where he, he said, um, like, which professor X are you? Like, oh, what right, universe yeah. am I in? Is it going to be McAvoy like or Stewart? Yeah. Yeah. Like that was aw- it's so fucking clever <laughs> and you can't do that with anyone else. I guess you could kind of do it with she hulks and she talks to the camera, but it's not going to be as funny if she does it. So right. I just, or in the second one, when he was like going, Jesus in the match, he goes, you think the studio could have put in more money to get at least one of the X-Men here. Yeah, that was pretty funny. And then all of the cast is in the back and they just slowly close the door. <laughs> To just kind of <laughs> shut him out. <laughs> but I want to see Deadpool interact with Marvel characters. Oh, yeah. Like, I think that it's just going... It's it's a big payoff. Everyone's been waiting for it. It's And Marvel knows. I mean, Marvel's not stupid. Yeah. You know, they, they know what the people want to see. So I'm not... Um, you know, as long as they don't use this moment to create 10 more fucking shows and movies... Because <laughs> um, I was looking at that line, I'm like, I don't have the time to watch <laughs> well, all this shit. <laughs> was like some people over there, you know, like of course there's people that are saying like, oh, it cheapens the death of Wolverine and in, in uh, yeah, you he know, did, he died like 2040 something. Yeah, exactly. It That's what some people it. people are saying. Like, yeah, because they go, well, what time frame is he going to be? Is he going to be before that? Because then it's not going to matter. But even the James Mangold who directed that goes. Okay, people, calm down. He goes, we have always said this Deadpool, this Wolverine movie was kind of separate 
from everything yeah. else. So Ralph like fuck, fucking movie. lacks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's because I'm surprised we Logan both... was the shit. You could do whatever you want. Logan's fine. Logan is a great movie. And, it was a great movie. And it's that, like, that wasn't even to me, it's not even a great comic movie. It's just a great movie. Yeah. And I'm just and you know, and and yeah, they got really meta with it when they were using X Men comic books in it. Like, oh, like this is the bullshit that they've sold you. It's not even what close to it was. You know, that kind of stuff. But I, I yeah. it I doesn't to me it's like it doesn't matter. I wanna see Hugh Jackman. That's Wolverine one last time. And the way we got him that his on his end was him dying, which was, you know, which was really sad. And at the end, when the chick tips the cross to the X, like, you know, you're doing that grown man cry, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, give me the popcorn. <laughs> you know, and so like. Are you OK? You're fucking crying. <laughs> I know. I just asked <laughs> you if you were OK. I'm always OK. Leave me alone. Don't fucking touch me. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> but um you but, get overly aggressive. <laughs> you wanna knock your fucking teeth out? Bitch. You want me to shove this boot up your ass and then ask you if you're okay? <laughs> like, it's like yo <laughs> That's a little too specific to be random, okay, dude? Like calm down. <laughs> Let me leave you alone real quick. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but to, to to me it's still like I can't wait to see Wolverine again. And and the thing is, is that to me, I Wolver, Logan is a great movie, and that stands on its own. But Wolverine with Deadpool, that I want to see. Yeah, I don't give absolutely. a fuck. So it's like I want to see Deadpool meet Spider Man. Oh Jesus! Even if it's just for a minute. <laughs> but I feel like what they're doing in the movies is instead of him being infatuated with Spider Man, he's infatuated with Wolverine. Oh well, yeah, he's always kind of dead. Because well, in the comics, he's he's practically in love with Spider Man. Yeah, and the thing is, is that they've set up with Hugh Jackman the entire time. I remember in the first one, he had that face stapled to his face. I think it would also be weird because in the MCU, their age difference is pretty significant. <laughs> well, Spider Man and Deadpool. Well, um, not that Deadpool would care, but like, I don't think Marvel would want to do that. Because like in in on the She Hulk Twitter account, you know, they're talking about like you know her and Daredevil and stuff like that. And then the She-Hole Twitter account posted a picture of Spider-Man and goes, come on, what do you think? And then I, I tweeted, I'm like, well, I guess he did just turn 18. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, he did just turn 18 in the universe, you know, he's just out of high school now. Give him some time. Fine. Yeah, it's like, he just lost MJ. Come on, that's disrespectful. <laughs> um, So there's a couple of uh, news stories that I kind of wanted to hit you on. This one I thought was funny. And I thought about this for douchebag, but it just, it didn't really, I, I thought it was just, it didn't really fit as a douchebag. But this is from Wired. I'm going to kind of read a little bit of the article so you get what the, get what this is about. Grace Point is the kind of evangelical Southern Baptist church that's compelled to publicly enumerate all of its ways. It's not a cult. Quote, we'll admit that we we're a bit crazy about the Great Commission and Sharing the Gospel reads the FAQ page titled, Is Grace Point a Cult? Uh, when, so when Grant How Wei, Grant How Wei Lin came out to Grace Point, uh, church leaders during their weekly one-on-one session, he was surprised to learn that he wasn't going to be kicked out. According to this church leader, How, Le, How Wei Lin says, God still loves, loved him in spite of his quote unquote struggles with same-sex attraction. But Grace Point did not leave the matter in God's hands alone. 
at the at their next one-on-one the following week, Hao Wei Lin says the church leader asked him to install an app called Covenant Eyes on his phone. The app is explicitly marked as anti-pornography software, but according to Hao Wei Lin, his church leader told him that it would help, quote-unquote, control all of his urges. Covenant Eyes is part of a multi-million dollar ecosystem of so-called accountability apps that are marketed to both churches and parents as a tool to pol- to police online activity. For a monthly fee, some of these apps monitor everything their users see and do on their devices, even taking screenshots at least one per minute in the case of Covenant Eyes and eavesdropping on web traffic wire found. These apps then report a feed of all of the user's online activity directly to chaperone and quote-unquote accountability partner in the app's parlance. When Wired presented its findings to Google, however, the company determined that two of the top accountability apps, Covenant Eyes and Accountable to You, violates its policy. So, my whole thing is, when you got a church that's telling you to download an app so we can track, because yeah. a, because apparently, and the rest of this article uh, focuses that this guy has an attraction to like gay porn and, and and men and stuff like that, but what it does is it gives it a feed and sends it to whoever the account accountability person, which is the head of this church. It snitches on you. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, don't we get to the point where we kind of draw the line? Like, like I know, I know a lot. Well, the the only church I really know much about is like the Catholic Church, but I know they have like a lot of programs for porn addiction. But that's a good thing. <laughs> Some people out here yanking a chain a little too much. But um, when your computer yeah, says when your computer says weird. hydrate, uh, you know, right? <laughs> like that's weird. But then on the on the flip end, he's downloading the fucking app. Yeah, you know. And, yeah, and to, to to me though, it's kind of like one of those where you're just kind of like you're guilted I, into doing it. Yeah, like what at what point? I mean, because obviously, if you say no, you're denying that you're. So the church can obviously probably kick you out. But at the same, what religion t- is this church? It's a it's a Southern Baptist type of church. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're really strict, man. Yeah, and it's just kind of like I saw this and I was like, well, well the trash thing is, is that a lot of these. And I don't want to say religions because the religion itself doesn't do this, but a lot of people get it twisted. Like there are numerous times in the Bible where God says, no matter what, he loves all of us. Right. Like doesn't matter. Right down to a child rapist, as twisted as that sounds, he loves your soul. He don't love what you're doing, but he loves you. Right. But then you get people that go, God fucking hates fags. And I'm like. (laughs) are we reading the same source material here like i don't even think it's capable (laughs) like god still loves lucifer for christ's sake yeah i know it's almost a pun because i said for christ's sake at the end but i wasn't was it that uh, i mean that tiktok that uh, tiktok i sent you where it says you know jesus christ was a carpenter which is (laughs) ironic because what's the first thing you say when you hit your thumb with a hammer jesus christ I laughed um, a little too hard on that one. <laughs> <laughs> but like – and the only reason I get so charged up about this is because it's one – if if you even just – if you had never, never seen Christianity, OK? Let's say you're from fucking the rainforest. You've never seen it. 
okay? And you just had like a 10-minute cliff notes of the main tenets of Christianity. One of the main things you're going to come away with is God loves all of us. So when I hear these religious leaders, quote-unquote, going, oh, he hates you, so you need to change, that person is obviously just manipulating people because it's impossible for you to be involved in Christianity at all and not know that. And the only two ways it would be, A, you're twisting you're twisting the religion for your own gain, usually a power thing or whatever, right. which is what this sounds like, or you're just not educated and you're taking all your information from one of these assholes. In, in the manipulation, it's just crazy to me. It's yeah, crazy. No, in the manipulation round, I totally get that because it's one of those things where you can get all this feed, and then when you need them to do something, and they say, then they suddenly decide to say, you know what? No, I think that crosses a line. Well, you know, this feed here of all this shit you're doing, you know, would be very damaging if that kind of got out. Yeah. And then it's kind of like you're blackmailing them. And now you're blackmailing. Now you have control over them. Right. It's Which, crazy. It's but, it's like um, the Catholic Church, what they say about homosexuality, like being homosexual is not a sin, but the homosexual acts is a sin. Right. It's kind of a weird <laughs> like, distinction. You know, <laughs> right. Whether you agree or not, that's how they say it. You know, they go, you know, the act of homosexual sex is, is a sin, but you can be gay. <laughs> Just, you know, fuck a lady. Every every Basically. everybody's gay once in a while. <laughs> I'm straight all the time. <laughs> Anyone no, who says no, that's see, gay a little more than once in a while. Bro. I was I was I watched Tropic Thunder the other day. It's like he's like everybody's gay once in a while. It's Hollywood. <laughs> you know? Um, but the funny thing is, now I'm going to ask you something. Is it weird that the first thing I thought of when I read that whole article was why not just get another phone? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think the problem is is that to the man who downloaded the app, he thinks he has to do that. There's some moral obligation. Yeah, because they twisted around. Church leaders telling him to do it, he has to do it. Yeah, because you know he's ordained I mean? by God or what have you. Exactly. So that's the that's the first the first fuck up here. Is, is the manipulation of that person to believe that he's harming God in some way if he doesn't download the app this dude told him to download. And when you really it, – it's the difference between someone who's educated in their faith and someone who just listens to the preacher. Yeah. And, and most of the time when you listen to the preacher, you're okay. Most preachers are fine. But if you get like a shitty one, <laughs> you're going to get fucked over because you really should just open the book and read it yourself. Yeah. You know, and and be a little bit more scholarly if it's that fucking important to you, because a lot of people autopilot church. If you're just going there for some, you know, obligation to the church, like I just need to be here on Christmas and whatever. Who cares? You're not going to listen to them anyway if they tell you to do something weird. But if you if religion is so important to you that you will change your entire life based off what one preacher is telling you, you need to educate yourself. That's your fault. Yeah, a hundred percent. You know, so. I, I feel bad for people in those situations, but then I kind of don't. It's like I mean, it's like you know jump, how to read. Yeah, like just 
It, it's like it. it's like jumping into a rock uh, foam rock pit and not knowing if there's a trampoline underneath. <laughs> oh, that poor girl. <laughs> too soon? Is it a little too well, soon? Well, the funny thing is, <laughs> as a Christian, you really, to get the gist of it, you only have to read the four Gospels in the New Testament. You you don't even have to read the other shit. The other shit is just context. You just have to read the four. <laughs> and, and then even easier still, the four Gospels are the same damn story. <laughs> right. Just told by different people. It's ba- the, first, the first four books of the Bible is like Rashomon. It's the same story told from different <laughs> perspectives. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> it's true though. It, it, and I, I've met so many people. I've met so many people that, for the lack of a better term, <laughs> live and die by the cross, and they have never read one of those gospels. Oh yeah, they're not even long. Like, <laughs> it's so weird to me that you can put so much weight into something, and it, it you say it guides your life. How can it guide your life? You don't even know what it says. <laughs> It's like and, if you, and it's always those people too. Real, I'm sorry, real no, quick. No, no. I'll, I'll let you get it. Um, it's always those people that are so holier than thou and yeah. tell you how you need to live your life and how great they are. When and then when the things they're doing are wrong because they didn't read the red text in the Gospels to know that Jesus don't fly like that. <laughs> it's like those Republicans are like, don't help those fucking Puerto Ricans when the. They need to. They need to help themselves when the when the hurricane comes. They should move. They shouldn't live there. Blah blah blah. Oh, by the way, uh, I have a cross from it because I'm a Christian man. And blah, blah blah. No, you're not. Yeah. If you're not helping the poor, in in some way, I'm not saying you get to give all your money away. But if you don't even care about poor human beings, and you have no empathy for them, you're not a Christian. Well, it's the you're same. not even Muslim. You're not anything. <laughs> all the religions are the same when on that tenet. Yeah, well, it's the same thing when when you find out what a Christian's view on immigration is, how like kick him out of here, we don't want him here, blah 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 blah. You already aren't a Christian because the Bible itself states that you treat immigrants as you would treat him, and uh, disrespecting them is disrespecting God. It says yeah, that in the Bible. Disrespecting his children. Yeah. And it's like it says it right there. So obviously you're not a Christian because well, it was like when the border the border shit was going on. I thought and you were going to say the kid, Borg. <laughs> <laughs> that too. No. Um, when the border stuff was going on, you had kids in cages and you know all kinds of wacky shit going on down there. There mm. were nuns going down there trying to help. Like they were like, "You, what are you doing?" Yeah. And then the same people that were tossing kids in cages, probably the same people saying. You know, this is my country, this is God's land, or fucking <laughs> jerking off to the flag, or whatever the hell they're doing. <laughs> you know, right? It's just, it's, it's like people do it on purpose, even subconsciously do it on purpose. It's like I want to be the best, everything, me, 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 me. If I read this too much, I'll then know that I'm doing something wrong, and I can't hold it to get over people and blah blah. Fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> Um, sorry, I, I just, that's a sensitive time. I, I, I no, don't I, like I, people use that shit to, yeah. you know, um, one thing I wanted to touch on is now this is, this is a, I want to say a rumor, but of course it's one of those by people in the know, uh, apparently based off of what people are seeing from the, I guess what you call, um, um, 
oh god, what those those test screenings? That's it. Test screenings for the new um, Black Adam movie. Yeah, Superman will make a cameo in this movie. The one of the reports is that he will make a cameo in a post credit scene against the John Williams score. Okay. Um, because apparently, and in order to get him back, apparently. Warner Brothers has supposedly re-signed him to a new deal to do a sequel to Man of Steel. Um, and that's what the actor wanted, right? Yeah, that's what that's what he yeah. wanted because he said the cape's in the closet. He's not going nowhere. But the thing is, is that they said that they're saying that the reason that this that um, they said that the new guy Zaslev, who runs Warner Discovery, wanted Cavill back. That's been the rumor for a while. But they said that it. It hap- it's come to, to this because The Rock wants to fight Henry Cavill Superman. And there's a lot of pictures of them together. Like, oh, they're having a drink together. They're doing this. The thing is, is that The Rock's ex-wife manages both The Rock and Henry Cavill. Yeah, so it would be... it. They could just be friends from her work. But right. Black Adam and Superman fighting is not something that is even rare i mean they've done it multiple times yeah but because usually when black adam's being an asshole superman's the only one that can really do anything about it if shazam's not around right you know and they're saying that to get that they re-signed cavill to a new deal to get a a new seat to get a new superman movie um okay so my thing. Do we buy the tickets now? I'm on the AMC app and I can't find the fucking tickets <laughs> like, for that yet. The <laughs> across the street. <laughs> so my thing is like some people are, a lot of people are over there saying that this would be cool if it's true. Yeah. Um, I think don't get it, your hopes up. Yeah. Let's, let's not get our hopes up quite yet. But one of the things that I, I do want to say, and, and but it's going to happen. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we want to kind of give ourselves a little bit of breathing room, but it will be in theaters in Mark two your years. Fucking calendars. <laughs> It'll open two weeks after Deadpool. That's what. That's that's, that's right. how firm this is going to happen. That's right. <laughs> One guy said that he goes that you know he wants to see Henry Cavill back, and I agree. I want to see Henry Cavill Don't we back. All he was a great Superman. The thing is, is that there have been uh, uh like Brandon Routh. And Henry Cavill, I thought were both great Superman. The problem is, is they both starred in shitty versions of the movies. But I thought that they were good. Like, I thought Brandon Routh should have got at least a second Superman movie without Brian Singer. I thought he was a good Superman, uh, you know, but he just got a shitty movie. Henry Cavill got the same treatment. And you, well, you know what pisses me off about that, too? That um, reminds me of something real quick. A lot of people harp on Henry Cavill's like, oh, he was so stoic. I'm like, so was everyone who played Superman. <laughs> yeah. Superman is stoic. <laughs> Clark the, Kent isn't. Yeah. And the thing too is that, you know, people say like, oh, well, you know, he was in shitty, in shitty movies. Yeah. The same shitty movies that you're clamoring for that we need to have a universe based off these characters. He was part of that Snyderverse. They, yeah. People seem to forget that Man of Steel was Zack Snyder's film. So was BVS. And it's kind of like, but, this one guy I was watching online, he was saying, he goes, if we well, change... the thing is, too, there is no Snyder-verse. It's just Warner Brothers' DC movie-verse. Right. So you can pull shit out of that and just ignore other shit. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> yeah, and and, and the, the guy that I was listening to said, he goes, you know, if they change Cavill because they wanted to reboot it, I understand. And then I thought about it, and I'm like, not necessarily. You can reboot it with the same actor. 
Yeah, we can. just we just kind of forget the Snyderverse. We don't pull on anything from the Snyderverse and just kind of pick it up. Look what fucking, you know, like we can do like how Marvel does it. You know, Marvel does when we've seen Uncle Ben die so many times, we've seen the Hulk transform. We don't see it again. We just kind of pick up and just kind of keep going. And that's yeah. what we could do with this is that we can kind of keep going from that. So if this is true, I really, really would be happy to see Cavill well, it's, it's back like as Superman. When, when they reboot the Superman comic book, he isn't suddenly Ty. You know what I mean? Like he's still super. He looks exactly the same. Oh, they rebooted you know? Superman. Okay, let's see. Like, oh wow, he's a black Asian man. Wow. Of Jewish descent. Speaking wow, which, that's crazy. Kind of <laughs> kind of on that topic. I really enjoyed that Chinese Superman that they had for a little bit. That whole story that where they oh, created yeah. them in a lab kind of. Right, right, right. And I that was a really good book. I enjoyed it. It's a shame that it didn't um take off. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, I don't see an issue with that. First of all, Henry Cavill is an amazing Superman. I loved Man of Steel. I've seen it multiple times. Is it a perfect movie? No, but I liked it. Yeah. I liked the take on it. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that, um, I thought about like, well, the one thing that kind of came to mind when I was listening to this, this, this podcast is the guy goes that, you know, he goes, we still haven't had a Superman movie yet. He goes, we had Man of Steel, which was him becoming Superman or leading up yeah, to Superman. Yeah, we haven't had a movie where he was Superman the whole time. Exactly. They go, we had BVS, but that was him with Batman. They go, and he Justice League. He wasn't in League. half of it. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't in Yeah, exactly. And then Justice League, he was like at the end. But it's like, we haven't had our Superman movie. Yeah. And they go, and, and you know, and someone brought up, well, who could be like his, you know, his bad baddie? And it was like, well, we've already had Lex and we've had Zod twice. It's like Superman has quite a few different enemies. Brainiac. In the, bra- yeah, exactly. Like that Brainiac. would be good. I would love to see a modern take on Brainiac yeah, in the we, film. It's like we can, we have other, you know, we have other villains. Just and to- Brainiac, fuck Lex Luthor. Okay. Brainiac's terrifying because he, he pretty much beat Superman the majority of the time. I think most of the time in the comic book, he beats, he beats Brainiac with help. I love it, man. I love Brainiac. <laughs> I do. Yeah, he he beats um, he beats Brainiac this time, and all of a sudden, out of the blue, you hear dun 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 dun. For real. And then Brainiac has that whole where he has that ship, and he he keeps cities in. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Jars. Yeah, yeah. He shrinks them. He shrinks and them keeps down them yeah. in his collection. Didn't he and do? He didn't has, they do a little uh, run where he was actually trapped in one of those? Yeah, I thought so, bro. They could do so much. The only problem with Brainiac is the scope is rather large. They would either have to scale down Brainiac or they would have to go big. Because <laughs> he's a pretty I mean, you know, he comes in from space and, you know, he's shrinking cities and shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like he does a lot of extra shit. <laughs> but um They have that one fucking interdimensional one that has a name that you can't pronounce Fitzwizzle or something like that oh yeah that would yeah. just be funny <laughs> make a cameo you know <laughs> um but yeah i think the thing is is having him as superman would be great i would have no issues with that but then we have to say who's gonna if we're rebuilding the dc movie universe who's gonna be um batman you know what I mean? Like, who's going to be these other characters? It looks like they're sticking with what's his name for Flash. Yeah, because um, he just went in for reshoots. I saw. Yeah, um, 
which actually brought up to the, to the next thing. The last thing I wanted to talk about was maybe that's where I saw it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, you know, it's like, because, well, because Batgirl's gone, um, which was supposed to bring back Michael Keaton, who was supposed to be in. I'm still mad about that. I wanted to see Michael Keaton. I know. I wanted to see that too. And they, he was supposed to be in Aquaman, the Michael Keaton Batman. Or something, yeah. something along. They had a tie to him, but because they got rid of that, they brought Batflick back for Aquaman. So I'm not exactly sure. They they almost had their Kevin Feige, but then the the guy was just like, you know what? I make too much money running my own production company. I'm not going to give up all of that just to run your DC universe. So, um, so God knows how long that's going to take now. Um, but- it seems like they're they're better than they were. I think. I think as cool as the guy is, Snyder kind of made a mess. Yeah. Well, you know, because, well, and, well, because the and thing- then he made a super mess when he was being weird about, oh, they won't release my shit and was being kind of like a fucking Five-year-old. weird frat boy about yeah. it. You know, but. Yeah. And the thing was, is that like, the problem is, is that it was also AT&T that was running it. Yeah. And they just threw. It keeps changing hands. Yeah, and, just and just, fucking, you know. I, that's that's one of the things. Like people complain about Marvel the way Phase Four is right now, and it's like, it's like, yeah, but it's like you're going to start running into that. You're gonna there's going to be those things where not everything is going to hit, and Marvel knows this. All the stuff they're throwing out is not meant for everyone. Neither was Phase One. There were people that didn't like Thor that didn't go see Thor until they saw them in the Avengers and go, oh hey, let me go back and check this guy out. You know there was and the bulk of the Thor movies never worked except for Ragnarok, you know? Um, but the thing was, is that, you know, it's like with DC, I mean, with uh, Warners, it's just like, Oh, we have this. Oh wait, we're no, we're pulling that back. Oh, well, we might do this. Oh, nope, not necessarily. You know, and people were complaining. You can tell there's too many people making decisions that don't know what they're doing. Right. That they're like going, oh, we're going to do this. And then suddenly they're like, oh, wait. But the thing is, is that Zaslev is one of those guys that needs to make sure that Warner Brothers makes money. AT&T yeah. has never, never been that kind of company. I mean, they bought fucking Warner Brothers and DirecTV at the time where both, both movies and television were on the way down. And to me, that was the definition of why you don't buy shit at two in the morning. You know, that, right. that was one of those it was impu- impulse buy. It was a total impulse buy. 3.30 <laughs> in the morning, they're like, hey, we need to buy DirecTV and Warner Brothers. And it's just one of those things where it's just kind of like, I, I, I understand that he's got to try to pull back and like, okay, they kind of, and, and even at the end when there was a lot, I mean, when they did CNN Plus just to get it out there before, you know, Discovery took over and then Discovery was like, no, that's just a waste of money. We're pulling, cutting that out. Um, was because it was ego for AT&T. Like it was a bunch of that shit. And yeah, there's been a lot of fucking bureaucracy bullshit that started to hurt. And it's not just the DCU or whatever. They, there's a lot of projects that they've pulled back and stuff like that. So, um, I, you know, I hope for positive things in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, but much like Star Trek Four, I'm not going to really believe any of it until like I'm in a seat right. in and, a theater seat waiting for it to start. <laughs> at the end of the day, the older I get, the less important this is to me. Like if it works out, great. If it doesn't, oh well, <laughs> it is what it is. Well, what the fuck am I going to do about it? Right. You know, like the, people have been complaining about the Marvel stuff, and I've looked at the lineup. I'm not. 
excited about everything on Marvel's lineup. But as you as you said, not everything's for everybody. And I think I think where Marvel is smart is they know that okay, we've been we've been number one attention for ten years. Yeah. That's gonna wear off on on some people. I'm pretty A sure they're probably I'm pretty sure they're surprised it lasted ten years. Right. And at first I was like, why are they putting out so much shit? When one of their main problems right now is people are getting tired of their shit. Like they're oversaturating them. Then I started to see, okay, everything's kind of got a different vibe to it. You know, we got like, like fucking um, She-Hulk is, is not your typical, you know, superhero show. It's like a, they talk about her fucking dating life more than anything else, which is fine because a lot of people like to watch that shit. You know what I mean? So you, you got to throw a lot of stuff out there and, and get more audiences. So I think they're being smart with that from a business sense. Um, and DC is – all they need to do is is make a cohesive universe right now. They're at the beginning. <laughs> you know, It's easier for them. See, it goes of back – Of course, they get compared to Marvel every time they fucking take a deep breath. But, it, but it, they just need to ignore that and just fucking do something. It is kind of funny because you know during the weeks we were off, I was re-releasing some of our – like first shows. And one of the things that we were talking about was uh Jagoff John um as a douchebag. And it was Jeff Johns and talking about how, oh, they're running they want to be different from Marvel, you know. They you know they're good, but we have great characters and we want to tell them in the right light. And it's been over ten years and they still haven't done it. Right. Like DC does have amazing characters. So does Marvel. But DC has amazing stories to tell and amazing characters to to tell them with. But if your initial model was not working, because the sad thing is the initial model that that Warner Brothers was doing was the model they were doing in the 90s with comic book movies. Yeah. Where it was the one and done, like just some random fucking movie that didn't really connect to anything. That worked in the 90s because the 90s was the different time. For movies, even though most of them were kind of shitty anyway. <laughs> yeah. But now it's not like that. Everything's franchises now. So they should have known that. They didn't. Fine. The whole I'm too prideful to to quote unquote copy Marvel. Marvel ain't doing nothing that hasn't been done with other <laughs> shit. Right. Like we haven't seen Harry Potter. Warner Brothers made that one. Right. It's the same thing. You know, so the whole connected universe thing. It's been going on forever in books and, and, and fucking comic books and all that. They should have been doing that from the jump. Somebody in that damn Warner Brothers office is like, well, we don't want to look like we're caught. Why? They did it. It worked out. And that's why I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful for the future because the new guy that's running the show flat out said that. He said, we're going we're gonna to follow more of what Marvel's been doing. And when he said that, I was like, thank God, somebody <laughs> with some common fucking sense. Like if the other guy is doing it right, lean more towards the way they're doing it. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to sit there and do like exactly carbon copy what they're doing. No, but, of course not. But you can at least look and go, hmm, what are they doing that we could learn from? Like DC could maybe do it similar but tone down the one-liners. You know what I mean? Like – right. Because Marvel sometimes is a little heavy-handed with the one-liners. <laughs> Marvel makes me roll my eyes a lot. Like, I'm still enjoying it, but I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, there's there's good chunks of Marvel movies where 
you'll have like a whole 30 minutes where everything out of everyone's mouth is a one-liner. Yeah. It's not like a cohesive conversation. <laughs> it's like watching um, Two Broke Girls, but with comic book characters. I'm like, guys, we get it. You're funny. Do something, <laughs> you know? But it's usually with actions going on and stuff like that, you know? Right. But um, I feel like um, She-Hulk kind of suffers from that sometimes because they do the same thing, but there isn't something always happening. Yeah. Like sometimes just two people sitting at a table and and it's like people don't talk like this. What was it? What was I? What was I talking about with you yesterday where I said something? I was like, people don't talk like this. I can't remember what it was. Oh, yeah. oh, discovery. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Discovery. Like I like discovery, but out of all the new Star Trek shows, that one makes me pause some time and go, people don't talk like this. <laughs> this is an organic, an organic conversation. This is very Shakespearean in the park. Yeah, but when you Tony Stark, but but when you you know when you look at some of the other Star Trek shows like TNG, you know, like no one talks like that. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Well, when you face but, couple, but TNG, when you face when you TNG face couple, when you face couple the so the, the tachyon through the emitters, we'd be able to. Boost I'm not up. talking about that. <laughs> I'm talking about how, like in Discovery, and like I said, no hate. I like the show, but like Discovery, you have they're talking. And then all of a sudden, people are going into monologues with each other. <laughs> right. And it's like, no one does that. Well, you know, you're not having a real conversation. Or know, if people do do that, no one likes them. You're right. Because in TNG, when Jordy said, woo, wee, you know, nobody talks right. like that. Now nobody that, talks like that. <laughs> that was prime entertainment. Okay? <laughs> uh, so, lastly, of the, of the news stories, I wanted to kind of get to some of these because we had been off for a while. Um, so, with this one, Ezra Miller apparently has, you know, held hands and, you know, got anointed and, you know, apologized and, you know, for... I thought people, I thought people couldn't get help or change nowadays. I, I haven't kept up with how things work. Well, yeah, but that's that's online. This is in real world. Um, and um, so apparently he, you know, apologized and said he's going to do better. So Warner Brothers brought him back to do pickups. Uh, basically, they said that he just did like a day's worth of pickups. It wasn't like much and from what i've heard knows how fucking lucky he is because people getting canceled for a lot less oh well yeah but everybody's already everybody's come across with one thing he will not be the flash after this everything that he's doing right now is just for this reshoot is his death scene exactly (laughs) yeah it's like okay just stand there so when the axe comes at your neck just let it happen, okay? That's right. that's what you need to do. Just stand here because <laughs> when the two universes melt together and the TV flash replaces you, I need him to be on the X as well. So don't don't move too much. Hey, why is Grant Gustin on in in my flash suit? Don't worry about it, uh, don't worry Ezra. About don't worry about it. And you know, of course, people online are like, "Oh, so Warner Brothers is just going to do this? Why didn't they just Why didn't they just reshoot the movie with uh, the TV flash and just be done with it?" And because I'm people. It, it it irritates me with this shit because it's like Ezra Miller's not the only one getting a paycheck from this. Right. It's all the actors involved. It's all the grips, all the fucking people with the cameras. If you change that like that, no one's going to get paid. Not everyone's on a contract and just getting a fucking thing. You know what I mean? Like, well, I, it's I, fucking stupid. I saw this on, on IGN, of course. So I commented saying the movie was already shot. $200 million was spent. They aren't canceling that movie until after it comes out, and people don't have to see it. Give Warner Brother a lesson, but none of you won't because everybody wants to see it. 
anyone any, anyone that believes they would reshoot a movie to put in a new lead truly doesn't know how movies work. And Unless he was like a fucking the only time I would see that happen is he was like a fucking axe murderer or something. Or he like molested a child and it was proven. Like there was videotape. You know what I mean? Then yeah. I could see – but I mean he was just a whack job for a little bit, obviously on drugs. Right. Well, the thing you was is for me, it's like – look, the movie has been shot. I believe it's been in the – for mostly in the can for months. They're doing visual effects, so which means that, yeah, a day worth of pickups, probably shots for cameras, you know, to get different angles so they can insert it into visual effects shots. That's what I'm assuming. But you've already spent and, – and people have discussed this. I think we discussed it before – you're going to probably throw in another extra, what, 100 million to reshoot just his stuff. It's like, and then computer in it, in, you know, animated into stuff. It's like, it's going to look like hot garbage. And yeah. it's like, we're going to just suck it up, put it out there. If it works, it works. And then when we make a new flash movie, we'll have another flash. <laughs> we'll have a scene told, we'll have a scene told off screen that, you know, the flash ran so fast he disintegrated. You know, it's that, it's that, you know, the whole crisis of infinite earths thing, you know, it's like, but what happened to the, it's flashpoint. Don't worry about it, you know? And, uh, so I'm just kind of like, eh, you know, it's like people did, and it's funny too, because like I see these articles in sites that are supposed to be movie related. And it's like, do you got, oh, no, no, do you not understand how it's they make because- movies? It pushes clicks. It's this holier than thou thing. Like he wasn't a great person. So now everyone's going to act like they're better than him. And that I'm not going to see his things because he did some mean shit and I'm better than that. But you're going to watch it anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, one thing I hate when people do this, this, this is really fucking dumb is when someone goes that actor or whatever, that production company is trash. So I'm not going to pay for the movie, but I'm going to bootleg it. It's like you're still consuming the media, <laughs> right. you fucking idiot. Like, yeah, you but they're sound not making stupid. any money off of me. Like Jesus Christ! Like just, <laughs> it's not all about money because you're going to watch it. So let's say I'm not. Let's say me. I'm not going to. I'm not going to pay for the Flash because Ezra Miller is a monster. But I'm going to bootleg it and watch it. I'm still going to talk about the movie with my friends. Right. Right. It's it. There's other ways of paying for a movie. <laughs> you know, it, it's 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 a little you become more invested in the universe. They're building blah, blah, blah. So it's like, fuck off. Just people are weird. Like and at the end of the day, too, if you want to boycott anything like people say, oh, I'm not I'm not going to see I'm boycotting the fucking that movie because no one cares. Yeah. Good for you. Have fun be- patting yourself on the back. No one gives a shit what you're doing. <laughs> so whatever. <laughs> you know, everyone always announcing shit. Like who cares? Uh um so yeah. So with since this is our 12th anniversary, this actually the day yeah. this the, the day this podcast released, which is tomorrow, 1010 was the actual 1010 is when we actually launched our first podcast, 10, 10, 10. Um, it's coincidental. Yeah. So this, this one we're record, um, I think we, or wait, I think we recorded it on 10, 10. And we didn't plan that because we were supposed to do this last week. Right, right. We were supposed to do this last week. So that, that just kind of was like a happy accident. Um, so being our 13th season of the podcast, lucky number 13, 
Um, we're, and I was doing, you know, I did some compilations. If you haven't listened to them, go ahead. They're just compilations from their first few um, shows. But when I was listening to some of those shows, there was a lot of things that I thought, oh man, that was fun. We should do that again. And, and you know, or I should start working on doing that again. Some of the bits. And then, uh, of course, one of the things I was listening to, which made me laugh a lot when I was editing, was the douchebags. Um, so starting with this episode, episode 448, we are bringing back the douchebags. So, and this this particular part of the podcast has gone in and out a few times. Yeah. So, <laughs> so hopefully it's here to stay. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so my douchebag of the week <laughs> is um, the Denver Broncos, and um, I know this is a geek podcast, but I know there's some of you that have a vague familiarity with football. Um, right. So this this article comes from Deadline, and I'm just going to read the article because the article is actually really, really funny, the way they did it. So Amazon's prime Thursday night football game between the Denver Broncos and India, Indianapolis Colts was bad. So bad that one local Denver television station felt the need to apologize. <laughs> the Colts beat the Broncos 12 to 9 in overtime, but that was more of an escape than the than a triumph. The game included a, com- a combined 12 punts, 10 sacks, 6 fumbles, 4 interceptions, and no touchdowns. Sometimes a game could be so bad it's almost good. You know what I mean? Amazon Prime video broadcaster Al Michael said at one point to partner Kurt Herbstite, the Denver ba- fans booed their lackluster team, fueled by a disappointment that they were losing to a rival that seemed determined to lose. The worst is yet to come. Nick Rothschild and Troy Rank, broadcasters for for the local KMGB ABC outlet, apologized to viewers after the game for the Broncos' terrible showing. The station was not even the host of the game. I feel bad. I feel the need to just apologize to viewers. Rothschild said, "I know we didn't play. We didn't even really run this broadcast. But the fact that you had to that you had to watch that on our air." <laughs> I feel bad. I was here and I didn't even want to watch it. Where do you, where do we begin? It burns the retinas. It was so bad. Rank said, piling on. Denver has a brand new coach and a quarterback in Russell Wilson that was obtained for multiple draft picks. Yes, it can get worse. <laughs> so, what the fuck? <laughs> I read that I was dying. And I was like, <laughs> like, we're sorry you came to our station and you had to watch this shit. <laughs> like, that's funny. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> that's like, that would be like every- you could always see that like, it's the take the glasses off. You know, listen. Um, <laughs> out of we, we apologize. Out of nowhere, a drink comes into fl- an into frame. Like it's just taking a right. little hit of scotch or something like that. Like, holy <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit! But the fact that you had to watch that on our air, slurp, slurp. I feel when bad. You do so <laughs> bad at the sport. Like it's okay to lose the game, but when you're that bad that they have to apologize. <laughs> <laughs> really only have one thing to do and that's play a game Come on. <laughs> so mine is also this is just fucking weird <laughs> and i'm just gonna read the article's really short um a new york city man i'm gonna pause on that for a second a 
New York City man. Okay, make sure we all know <laughs> where this person is from. We're all on the same um, page here. <laughs> that's right. It's not a Florida thing, you know. Whatever, New York City um, has been charged with smuggling three Burmese pythons um, in his pants at a U.S. Canadian border crossing. Um, <laughs> Calvin Batista, 36, is accused of bringing the hidden snakes on a bus that crossed into northern New York on July 15th, 2018. a while ago. Um, this article is from like two days ago. I don't know. Um, importation of Burmese pythons is regulated by an international treaty and by federal regulation listing them as injurious to human beings. They're dangerous. Okay. <laughs> injurious. Like, injurious. That's literally in quotes. Um, <laughs> Batista of Queens was arranged, <laughs> arraigned Tuesday in Albany on the federal smuggling charge and released pending trial. According to a news release from the um, office of U.S. Attorney Carla B. Friedman, an email seeking comment was sent to Batista's lawyer. The charge carries the potential for a maximum sentence of 20 years in prison and a fine as high as $250,000, according to um, federal prosecutors. The Burmese python, one of the world's largest snakes, is considered a vulnerable species in its native Asia and and is invasive in Florida. Florida's always involved. Um, <laughs> Somewhere. <laughs> where it threatens native um, animals. Now, the reason why I pointed out New York City, only a New Yorker. <laughs> Would have the fucking balls, Queens no less, to put a fucking Burmese python in his pants. How many did he have though? Didn't it say it, like I it didn't say how many, but it says pythons. Yeah, because and I passed English in high school. That means more than one. Because <laughs> I because th I, I thought you said three in the beginning, and then I was like, I was like, oh, it did. It does. I did three. Uh, three. three. It would. It, uh, it, it, we're charging him with carrying a three. We thought it was four in the beginning, but that was just him. Uh, <laughs> Those are the snakes that the motherfuckers in India be fucking with. Those super dangerous. Don't they like, squeeze you to death? Don't the python? Aren't that? Isn't that pythons where they wrap around you and just squeeze you? Yeah, dude, and you're down your pants. That's <laughs> he must have knocked him out or something. I don't know because if they started squeezing in the right spot, that would have been. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you like this. I don't even like putting a hot dinner plate on my on my fucking lap. <laughs> Let alone a snake. <laughs> I told my wife. My wife's terrified of snakes. And I told her this, and she says, I can't sleep now. And, like, and then you went, my job here is done. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, dude, they, they had to have been knocked out because, God, dude, you just put them down your pants. It's like, if something even just breezes against you, I just recoil like I've been shot, you know, in the For chest. You know? like, Jesus. Oh my god, damn! Like I'm still just trying to work on the ge on the geometry of the situation. Like, how do you, like, how do you put them in your pants without like somebody sneaking out through the leg? <laughs> you know, through the well, other than that, like, why was that necessary? <laughs> like, what, what were you? You couldn't have put them in a bag or something. Like, what were you doing? What are you gonna do? Canadian Mounties weren't. How? Wait a minute! How'd you get them into Canada, my boy? <laughs> Because Canada don't fuck with this shit either. Oh man, that. Let me look. The, hold on. <laughs> let me look this fucking snake up. Make sure it's the snake I'm thinking about. Burmese python. My anaconda don't want. <laughs> anaconda don't. Look at the pictures. 
All right, so it's not the ones that people in India fuck with, but um, because those are the ones with like the fins on the side of their head. Oh, uh huh. This one just looks like a snake. It's just big. (laughs) Yo, this motherfucker coming for you, bro. It's that Anaconda movie. (laughs) They're not as as long as Jennifer uh, Jennifer Lopez comes with that too. You know, for real. (laughs) But yeah, that's uh, wow. That guy's definitely a douchebag. Thanks for tuning in. We have no ads, so we can be editorially independent. And we can only do that with your support. So if you'd like to donate to make this podcast and all the other shows on the Lazy Geeks Network self-sustaining, you can go to thelazygeeks.com and click on that donate button. If you can't help us out monetarily, you can share the show with your friends. Rate the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can. This will give us bigger exposure. All of this helps. Trust me. Never trust somebody who says, trust me. And you can check out all the other shows on the Lazy Geeks Network, The Away Team, which is our Star Trek-centric podcast. We recap each episode of Trek in Canonical Order with a bit of a twist. And you can find it pretty much wherever you found this one. If you want to be a part of the show, hit us up with comments, questions, or ideas for future episodes. Catch us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all under at the Lazy Geeks, or email us, themailbag at thelazygeeks.com. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. And we're thinking, so you don't have to. Mm